Thank you for joining us on Giggle Culture. A homeschool moms podcast laughing our way from surviving to thriving. I'm Willow, hippie homesteading mama for homeschool lifestyle coach, an artist and creative living in the yurt in the woods with my lover who teaches public school and our teens that are left at home. I'm Cassie, Christian homeschool mom of five, married to my best friend. I'm a creative word nerd, financial coach, and adventurer. Grab a cup of something and join us for your giggles. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Cassie. (laughs) Hello, how are you? I'm good. I always love that first part when we don't actually say like, okay, you say it or I'll say it. And then we both look at each other as soon as the recording turns on. It's great. It's great. Okay. So, okay. Today I was thinking because we're both easing into the school year, into the learning stage, whatever your family calls it, (laughs) you're starting that whole new fall era. Um, I was thinking it'd be a lot of fun just to chat back and forth about kind of like some of our ways that we ease into it or have in the past or the things we like, you know? Okay. I like it. It's definitely the kind of perfect timing for that. I think a lot of people are right in that situation where they've either just kind of begun school or just starting. And I've seen a lot of fun, like traditions and different things happening. So I would love to talk about that. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, I think for even even people who school all year I feel like that this is kind of always kind of this fresh little transition and and yeah so what's one of what's one of the ways that you have um actually first of all my okay you were asking how am I doing right yeah (laughs) okay can I tell you that I feel like a browser with about 400 tabs open right now (laughs) like literally (laughs) I have okay you asked me what I kind of do. Um, so I am one of the people who homeschool year round. We do school year round just because our seasons are kind of crazy here in Florida and it's really hot in the summer. So a lot of times we actually do a, a good chunk of our learning portion is in the summer um, when it's too hot to really go outside and play. And then we do a lot of like more breaks and hands-on things um, during the um, fall and winter months. But, or if you call them fall and winter, I don't know. It's Florida. It's never really fall or winter, but, (laughs) but I do kind of like fresh start in the fall. The first thing we always do is I love to get, I take one set of, I call them the serious set of school pictures where all of my kids hold up signs that they've drawn of, you know, what grade quote unquote they're in, um, most of the time we have to go back and look at the last years because we don't actually know what grade we're in, but we, (laughs) (laughs) the beauty of homeschool. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But so we, we write, you know, um, maybe how old they are, different things like that. Um, And then I let them just take a picture however they want. And I give them no direction. I have had um, when Emma was little, one of my all time favorite ones that she took, she took her back to school pictures um, with swimming goggles a princess dress and a lightsaber and she said it it covered all of the parts of her and I thought you know those are the pictures I'm gonna want to remember the parts all of the parts of her (laughs) that is so cute oh my goodness that's really cute (laughs) 
actually you mentioned um the the school year pictures you know the traditional like see where they're at see where they how much they've changed all of that you know kind of document the the journey and I think it's really fun because it's kind of like we've seen all of the public school kids going back or you know private or you know any anybody who's in like a school setting going back but actually all of my homeschool friends like a majority of them are actually on the beaches now or they're you know doing vacations now because you know homeschooling we all know that like as soon as summer's over like everything is opened up like you talked about even before you know with florida (laughs) yeah now you have the whole lake to yourself or you have the whole beach to yourself instead of having to fight the crowd (laughs) yes right now is like our prime time because it's like school is out but our snowbirds haven't come yet so like yeah it's like real open right now we actually have a trip planned for um the end of this week and one for next week and then a longer one in october uh just over to the beach i mean but i'm super excited about it because they'll be empty (laughs) which is always fun (laughs) Yes, I love it. <laughs> yes, um, I remember when I was a kid, um, we had a, f- a family that we were friends with, and they went to like uh, Walt Disney World, and they had to wait in line like an hour or two for each of the rides. And when we went, because I was homeschooling at that time, uh, it like we went on every single thing in all three parks. It was crazy. Like, I mean, and there might be more parks now, but back then it was, you know. <laughs> I can't imagine what it is now. It's been a while since I was there, but I just remember thinking, man, that's a real bummer to only be able to go on, you know, like maybe four rides a day or something. And we were like, we hit everything. There was nothing that we didn't, that we didn't hit, but we went in October. So, (laughs) well, that's um, down here. A lot of the places um, actually have like homeschool days where it's during their slow season and they'll offer a discount to homeschoolers for during the week. Um, So like Legoland, um, they haven't done it since COVID, but I heard they're bringing it back this year, which would be amazing. Um, they do deeply discounted tickets for homeschoolers where you can go on the homeschool days and we never stand in line. I mean, you go and if you are standing in line, it's like you're in line, the like one car gets filled or whatever it is, depending on what the ride is. And then the next one you're in, you know, it's never like a big long line. And that's one of my favorite things to do is, um, is to always hit those homeschool days at the parks like that, because that's why they're offering them is because it's during their slow periods. And so they're giving, um, an opportunity for us to get in at a discount, but it's allowing them to kind of stay open. So I definitely love to support that. That's really neat. That (laughs) field trips. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, yeah. Okay, so I know that you are uh, involved in a co-op this year, and it's a little bit different than maybe some of the years past. So how do you ease into, like, and when we we say schooling, for people who haven't actually um, listened to previous episodes, um, Cassie and I both are a form of uh, child-led learning unschooling type. Um, and so when, when she says she, she homeschools all year round, it doesn't necessarily mean that she's like eight to five doing workbooks all day. It just means that they're open to learning and they're intentional about it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're eight to five all day ever. <laughs> I was going to say, my, I mean, we are, if we're out having fun and learning that way, but definitely not 
eight to five sitting down doing workbooks all day unless it's like hey we're gonna do a whole week's worth of the work for co-op so that way we can go to the beach three days <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and, right and like the beach is a classroom you know like every space you go is a classroom because children are learning constantly and they're curious about everything. And if you just really uh, observe that and, and then like feed it, it's, you know, it really can take you places. But I remember being inspired by my mom, um, you know, as she was raising my siblings up, because I'm the oldest, and they were all raising up in homeschooling. And I had done my high school years in homeschool. And I remember, um, you know, she would tell mamas when they would come to her for, you know, information, because she was like one of the older ones. Um, and she'd say, she, they'd say, well, when do you start school? And they're like, she's like, well, when they wake up in the morning, they're learning. And then when they go to sleep at night, we're done. <laughs> but I even was like, yeah, but even in your dreams, you're also taking in things. So, you know, it's just really kind of like we talk about, it's that culture of curiosity, wonder, learning, you know, all of that. Yes, there are states that you have to check in boxes for certain things, but for the most of it, you're very, very free and open in order to uh, expose your children to all these wonderful wonderful things of learning and, and drive their passion just with, you know, like feeding it like a fire. Well, and I think that that's where um, people get kind of a misconception about um, like the unschooling, uh, child-led learning, um, and even like unit study forms of homeschool is um, a lot of people assume that that means we do nothing. <laughs> like that unschooling means we don't do anything, but actually it's quite the opposite. It's, it's a very intentional laying before a feast of the children all the time. And I think that that's something that, um, is, is what's super cool is even in the States where you do have to check some boxes and things, you are able to take those boxes and make them fit in your life. Um, you know, cause I've reviewed a lot of the different States, um, just because I have friends who have asked questions and things. And I think that that is, um, something that if you want to be creative with it, I think you can, there's just a, it just takes a little bit more work. One of the things I always do kind of in the refresher of the year is I always set up my planner that cause I'm a nerd, a planner nerd. I am. It's, <laughs> it's a true story. Like, I don't begrudge it at all. I love planners. I have a digital calendar. My husband and I share for work and all that stuff. But my planner is like, y'all, if you could see it, you would see the artistic brain. You may run away scared. I don't know. Uh, but it's definitely there at work. But one of the things I always do is I always find two quotes for the year. Um, one that just kind of makes me smile um, about childhood and then one about learning. So I want to share my quotes with you if that's okay. Great. Yes. Okay, so my first one, I'll share my like more serious one first. And um, in, this is a, like a Montessori quote. Um, and it says, education is a natural process carried out by the child and is not acquired by listening to words, but by experiencing the environment. Ooh, see right there, bam, all in one little quote. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. And then- this is my one that just like, it makes me smile all the time, but like, it, it's also a super good reminder for when the days get a little bit, you know, a little more stressed, a little more, you know, you're feeling a little tense. It says, 
And I don't know who wrote this one. I wish I had uh, could give credit to this. But somebody out there wrote this. So if anybody knows, let us know, please. But it says, children cannot bounce off the walls if we take away the walls. Oh, my drop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I feel like we could go into a whole episode about that. I know, but we'll save that one. We'll save that for another episode. It's coming. It's coming, guys, wow. later. Wow. Yeah. So those are my quotes for the year. So I'm sure I will reference them more times in the future. But for now, why don't you tell us some of the like kind of traditions and things that you guys have as you're easing back into that school year? Okay, but my mind is like blown with your little quotes. <laughs> I'm seriously going to like write about that when I get. Yes. Save, save that one. We're, we're going to do a quote about that one, but we'll, or we'll, uh, we'll go from there for now. Uh, oh man. Okay. Well, you know, my kids are older, so it's a little, it looks a lot different probably than uh, the younger uh, ages, but I know you always enjoy hearing <laughs> some of those things. So, <laughs> so I'll just tell you kind of where we're at right now. So um, in the last, well, for us, it, our natural progression is my husband is a public school teacher. So we naturally have this like back to school feeling because he's gone all of a sudden after being home all summer. And that first week is usually something that I just kind of go into like major planning mode, major daydreaming mode, major like, what do we want to do this year? What do I want to do this year? What is our family as a unit going to do this year? What are the things that are possible? What is each of my children? And so I do this huge reevaluation um, and I have a notebook that I've had since they were all very little. So I can keep all keep track of all of the. So um, one of the ways that I kind of kick it off with each of them is I kind of have like this, like, you know, date unquote unquote <laughs> like it's my time with them and we just really sit down and we look at everything that they've got we look at all the things that they're interested in and what they would like to pursue and um you know in this unschooling setting that we have created in our family uh, my children are extremely entrepreneurial and so they have a lot of business things and business ideas and business progression and goals and um you know just like purposes that they're wanting to do with things like that. And so um, naturally math and, you know, writing and all of these things are subjects that are not necessarily that we take apart and make its own thing, but they're a part of everything that they're doing. And so it's, uh, you know, one of those areas of unschooling that, um, you know, it's like people are like, well, how do you get math in? Well, my kids are really into money. My kids are really into building. So there's like trigonometry. There's, you know, all of every <laughs> kind of math you can think of, you know, um, geometry, all of it. And, you know, and actually they're all pretty nerdy, as you know. And so, you know, we go into physics and quantum and, you know, all of these things. And so, <laughs> so as we've, uh, you know, just fostered that in them, those things have naturally progressed. And so what I do is I just kind of follow where they're at and what, you know, what they feel like you know, um, we talk about, well, what do you feel like is a weakness you have? What would you like to strengthen? What would you like, you know, what do you feel is one of your strengths? How would you like to use that more? Is there a way that you could, you know, package that and, you know, do something with it? Is there a way that you are interested in like taking your hobby and going further with it? Or is it just something you want to do because it's very enjoyable to you? And so, you know, I do just do, you know, how I love questions. And so I do a lot of questions. It's very Socratic, you know, um, 
Socrates never answered his um, students. He always would just prod them to, you know, to think more. And so I actually just had a, a Zoom with a mom this morning and we were talking about this and, and opening up that awareness of uh, passions that children have, the interests that are in them, you know, because a lot of times we get so caught up in our busy culture, we forget that, like, you don't have to do all these things just because they told you to. Like, you know, I'm even talking about adults, like just because everyone else says this is what you have to do. Like, why are you doing it? You know, do we are we really evaluating that? And so kind of taking everything down into the smallest particle you can take it to, you know, like, what's your favorite food? You know, I like strawberries. Well, why do you like strawberries? Well, I don't know. I just like the flavor. Okay, well, what's, what about the flavor do you like, you know? And just beginning to like really pull things apart. So then they're thinking through their stuff and they're taking on the responsibility of it, you know? Like, uh, you know, is there a weakness you have? Well, I'm not very good at this. Well, why do you think that you're not very good at this? Is it because you're afraid of this or is it because, you know, you got something you haven't been exposed to it is, you know, and just like really, really, really pushing them past the limits and then that creates a pathway for them that they made themselves and so it's just really neat to see that pathway turn into like their own self um, motivation their own self uh, regulation you know <laughs> I think this is something that in the unschooling girls worlds we talk about uh, you know a lot more is um, the more self-regulated they are the more self-motivated they are and you know you can tell a child hey you need to do this and they can fight you and just be like, this isn't the right timing for me. I mean, they don't know what it is that's causing them not to want to do that. But like, you know, usually it's because it's just not their timing. And, you know, so you take your control and say, well, I'm the parent and you should do this. <laughs> and, you know, that's that's a very, you know, barbaric way of parenting, honestly. <laughs> um, you Or you could you could say, hey, this is what needs to happen. What do you think we should do in order to make that happen? And then they are involved. And all of a sudden, that interest and passion of you actually being interested in what they are wanting to say, all of a sudden, kids, I've never seen a kid that hasn't perked up and been like, well, uh, well, you know, and start to think about it, you know, like, oh, you're going to let me think about it, <laughs> you know? Um, I just think that's one of the beauties of, of what we're doing as parents is raising up these individuals who are going to go out and they're going to do amazing things you know like do we want them to go out and have everyone tell them what to do or do we want them to go out and think for themselves you know you have to kind of just know what your vision is so that's a huge part of my first week of 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 the year is just reevaluating figuring out what my vision is for myself even you know uh, what are my passions what are my interests how am I going to uh like be the example for my child I say, well, you need to go do this, but if I'm not going in doing those things, does that inspire my kid? You know, I mean, like, these are all things mm -hmm. you got to think about because like your quote, it's not the things that you're saying in words. It's the stuff that is happening around it, the actual experience that a child is going through. Why do they hate school? Well, maybe because they've never been able to like choose part of their schooling. Maybe they haven't been able, you know, every time you hit those walls, figure out why there's a wall there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Did you frame up something that doesn't need to be framed up? And so, yeah, you know, this is a big soapbox, pa soapbox passion for me um, with that whole thinking out of the box and all. And so, yeah, you could get me going. <laughs>
you did (laughs) yeah we did but i feel like there there's definitely uh there's definitely another episode in that as well i think especially in the self-regulation um i know that that's something that is important for both of us with our families um but it's also something that i get a lot of questions about and there there is there is kind of a science behind the whole thing too so I definitely think that's something um, I would love to get into today, though, maybe just some quick, fun kind of tradition ideas that we could share with people of maybe some of those younger ages. And that is not to say that the older ages wouldn't enjoy it as well. Um, something silly my kids and I do, we always, again, we school year round. So on July 4th, we tie-dye. Every year, we always make tie-dye shirts. And my kids love to do the tie-dye shirts. But what I love about the tie-dye shirts is then on some of our field trips where it might be easy to kind of get separated, we all are wearing matching shirts. So everyone knows we're together and I can very quickly identify them all in a crowd as well. So that's like one of my, it's fun, but it's also got like a purpose behind it, little traditions that we do. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, one of the things that we do is the date and um, I'll take the kids to um, individually to the library to be able to mark out like their years. So, you know, I put their name in the middle. I say one year in one year, how old will you be? And, you know, two years three years, five years, 10 years. And we write, they write out their ages so they can like visualize it. And then they think about the things that they want to put in each of those kind of spheres. And then it helps them to kind of visually see it. And all of my kids love it. Like, you know, my 15 year old's like, mom, when are we going to go? Uh, you know, I, I'm ready to go, like put my whole, you know, life plan out on the board <laughs> so we can see where we're at now. <laughs> so, <laughs> but Yeah. Um, I know one of the things um, that we used to do is we used to start off with just a few things at a time. And like the first week, I'd kind of ease into it. And then the second week, ease into it uh, a little more. You know, um, we started going to the library or once a week library visit because I still have a seven year old that I'm um, homeschooling, although both of my, you know, 17 and 15 year old both wanted to go. So it was really fun. I grabbed a bunch of my nieces and nephews and we all headed to the library. And so that's our weekly, you know, like (laughs) see where they're at, see what they're interested in and what books they haul home. And they all hold quite a few. (laughs) I have one rule. You can, you can check it out if you can carry it because I'm not carrying it. (laughs) So they had quite the haul, (laughs) but yeah. Oh, I love that. We, something else that we always do. I I love, um, we get our new learning journals for the year. We get new ones in August each year. And so I let them decorate them and you know, the fronts and the covers and different things. Um, so that's always fun. It's fun to see, uh, kind of the progression of that. Um, one year. So I always buy the ones that are whatever, is on sale at Michael's that year, the hardback that's on sale. And one year, the only ones that were on sale were the black covers. And my kids were horrified at the fact that they could not decorate them. 
<laughs> so we created the inside covers. Um, but this year they were gray. So we're thankful for that. And all of their covers are nicely decorated. So I'm very excited to see, you know, the kind of the progression of what those, even the insides of the journals look like. That's really neat. Do you know that reminds me of one of the things we used to do too when I had littler ones, since you're talking about the little thing. Um, we used the binders. And so every year at the beginning of the year, I'd have them create a picture or whatever they wanted with their name on it. And they, we, I would slip it in the front of the binder, but then throughout the year I would collect like, you know, a lot of their main pieces that they would either create or write up or do, or, you know, whatever it was and try to keep it all kind of in that one spot. And that was always a really nice way to kind of uh, showcase what they're doing. So, you know, you have grandparents over or aunts and uncles or somebody and you're like, Hey, you want to see what, you know, <laughs> what they're doing this year. And you're able to pull out kind of like a proof of something, you know, it's kind of a, a nice way to just even see a progression of a year. And then the kids of course have them now and, and, you know, they're able to look back and giggle and, you know, <laughs> and, and everyone who's in a state that requires you to do a portfolio of some sort, she just gave you a tip and she didn't even know it. Um, that is exactly how I keep our portfolios together. Um, I have like an accordion folder. Um, and just as they do some bigger pieces or some of those important pieces, um, I put it in their little spot in the accordion folder. And then at the end of the year, um, I pop those all into three ring binders. And that, it, that along with our picture book is what I use for our evaluations. Wow. So. Yeah. So that's one of those ways that even if you're in a regulated state, you can still do this um, the way you want to. Like I said, you just got to get a little more creative. Yeah, that's awesome. I actually snap pictures too, but I do it differently than you. Um, I have with my, with Grayson, he's my seven-year-old. He's not my own. And so uh, just to keep his family in the loop of all we're doing, since we don't actually send home worksheets and things like that, um, is I snap pictures constantly of all the little activities he's doing. And then I have a, a private Facebook group that's just for them and their family. So they can actually see all his highlights and they can see what he's up to and they can see all the things he's learning. And that's a really fun way too, because then you could actually have those printed off, but yeah, absolutely. I think something else that's really cool, and I wish I would have started it um, when my kids were younger. Um, so this is kind of one of those things that if you have real young kids, it's really cool. Um, another friend of mine, she created an email address, um, which I have done since then, but I wish I would have started when they were all babies, not just my little ones. <laughs> but um, each one of my kids has an email address and I will email them little things. Sometimes it's just something funny they've said. Sometimes it's um, a picture of something they're doing. Um, and now my oldest three have access to their email, uh, but my youngest two do not yet. And so I'll wait until they get a little older. Um, but the one thing is, is I've saved all those emails in a folder. So that way they have them for later, just for look back purposes for themselves. That's really neat. What a great idea. That's like a virtual storage type idea. That's awesome. <laughs> well, and I can, I can do it from my phone so I can do it right away because I know, especially with my older boys, like I said, I wish I would have had, had done this when they were young because when a lot of times, I can't tell you how many times I said like, oh, I got to remember to write that down for them or, oh, I got to remember. And I never remember until like way later. Um, but when it's because it's just to an email, I can zip off an email real quick to their little email address really fast. And so it allows me to keep kind of those things 
for them. So that's really neat. I used to have a little journal for each of them. And at night I would, when they were pre-writers, I would actually write out their thoughts from the day. <laughs> I give each of them, you know, about 10 minutes and I'd write out whatever they said. And that, those are really fun to read now. <laughs> but it kind of like captured a little time capsule, you know, of certain memories. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, I love that. Oh, you know what? My sister-in-law, she um, just had a really fun thing. And um, well, they started a YouTube because they are on this little journey now. And they sold their big house and they're getting ready to build. But in the process, they're actually in an RV and they live out here on our property um, with the whole community here. And um, it's really cute because uh, the last several years she's um, done one of her transitions is she does art camp. And so her kids look forward to school starting because they know that like for that first week before you know, everything gets like all into their school stuff. They get to do all of these creative things. And so she would like have an activity each day that they would do. And it was, you know, just really something they look forward to. And this year, her uh, oldest is actually her editor and kind of like the guy who's putting her videos together. And so it's really neat. You can actually go see them at uh, Life with the Livingstons, but she did an art camp with a few friends and it turned out amazing in her little video. It just looks so fantastic, like so many ideas. It's all colorful. I know you had you had mentioned seeing the the paint war that they had, but <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's something she does. It's intentional because, you know, sometimes I think art can get lost because it's like, oh, it's a huge mess. And, you know, mamas are doing so much. And it's like if you don't have a designated space or time, it's just hard to, like, justify it sometimes. And so it's easy to just be like, oh, yeah, I always want to do that, but I never get to it. And this is a really great way to incorporate that. Yeah, I like, I love having like that carved out, you know, intentional time. Um, I know for a little while, my, I have a couple of kids who waver on the side of trying to be, you know, kind of perfectionist. And so I started doing process art instead of, you know, the art was not going to have an outcome necessarily. The art was just all about the process. So we painted with kitchen utensils and we painted with, you know, you could only use your toes and different things. <laughs> they could use paintbrushes if they could pick it up with their toes, but they couldn't use their fingers to even put the paintbrush in their toes. So by that point, they were working together. And um, I have done art where I tied two of their wrists together. So it was like a giant mismatchy circle of people tied together. And then I put the canvas down in between all of them oh. and I and I dropped paint on it and they had, to, they were trying to create pictures, but it was all about the process, but it kind of got them out of that shell of that, you know, perfection and just enjoying the process. So I think that that was, you know, something fun, but so we tried to do something like that at the beginning of each year. So that's so fun. Uh, yeah we're just gonna wrap it up and uh hopefully that was inspiring and we'd love to hear what your um first of the year traditions are because as cassie and i are moving through things we always love new ideas and we love to have people share things and yeah we'd love to yeah hear it. absolutely and if you're going to be taking those pictures and you're going to be posting them on social media we'd love to have you guys uh you know use the hashtag google culture tag us in them um, so that way we can see some of your traditions as well.
Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you had a great giggle. <laughs> As always, you can find us and follow us on Instagram at Giggle Culture. We'd love to hear from you where you're at in your homeschooling journey, questions, things you'd love to hear us chat about, and more. And if that doesn't work for you, you can also email us at GiggleCulturePodcast at gmail.com.